fighting for freedom every day. They are absolutely desperate to pretend the last four years never happened and for them to go back to what they like to do before, which is create these massive spending bills to pretend that it's really, really important to you when you only get about 5% of what's in the bill and they can't do it because we're aware of it. We're paying attention to it and they don't like that. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. What the heck is going on with our military? We've openly admitted now that we made a, quote, tragic mistake with the bombing, the missile strike that we had against ISIS-K that wasn't really against ISIS-K as we ended up killing a whole bunch of civilians in Afghanistan after we pulled out and we got angry and then we bombed them and then we ended up not really bombing them and now that's a tragic mistake. If Donald Trump would have made that type of mistake, do you realize the flack we would have gotten from the other side of the aisle? How the warmonger right-wing Republicans want to kill innocent individuals, and they're a bunch of Islamophobes, and they really just don't care about humanity over there, and they just want everybody to die. They really want everybody. But now since Joe Biden and his military guys did it, well, you know, it was a tragic mistake. Oh, thoughts and prayers to the families. What a weird world we live in. Hey, welcome into The Voice Reason. It is a Friday. You finally made it to the end of the week. Great to have you along for the ride today. Broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station, radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting. Wherever you may be watching or listening, we appreciate you very much. Your Millennial General reporting for duty today, especially on a great day called Constitution Day. Happy Constitution Day to you. I want to spend a little time on this today because, number one, nobody else has, so we try to be a little bit unique and celebrate the little holidays. I was thinking going into the show today on what the appropriate adult beverage would be to celebrate on Constitution Day. Is it like the traditional beer because it's like one of the oldest breweries in the country with, you know, where we have lots of that? Is it the whiskey where we have like the Jack Daniels there are certain types of, you know, spirits that are made specially in America where we get that nice flavor? Maybe it's one of those. I don't know. Maybe it's one of those. Uh, remember those uh, popsicles that are like the red, white and blue boom popsicles. You can make drinks that taste just like that and look just like that now as well. Maybe it's a patriotic drink. I don't know. But enjoy. It's a Friday. Number one. Number two, it's Constitution Day. And I think it's something that we need to celebrate because there are so many people that just don't understand the Constitution today. They think they do, but yet they don't. Now, I will be the first to admit that I do not have a degree in constitutional law in any way, shape, or form, but I do have something called common sense to where you can read it, you can get the basic understanding of it, and I know it's written very, very different than what we actually have today, but certain people on the other side of the aisle think that that just leaves it open for interpretation to do whatever they want to do, while the Constitution very evidently puts restraints on the federal government, not on the states and on the people. So we'll talk about that here in just a little bit and have some fun with Constitution Day on a Friday. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, Patrick Wood, he'll be joining us. We It's been a while since we've had him on the show. He'll be talking about the unconstitutionality of vaccine mandates from the Biden administration, which I think will fit appropriate today for Constitution Day. So there there is a little bit of some COVID info that I want to talk about and get to today. I know people are probably sick of it, but I find it hilarious when I, just as we got started and I started the live stream on social media, which you can find all over Facebook, not on YouTube right now, but on Twitter, on the twitch.tv, on Instagram, uh, TikTok, on the website at whosyourreason.com, ourfreedombook.com as well. Uh, as you, if you go on Facebook, Facebook of course always has those little disclaimers at the bottom of things. The show didn't even start yet. We posted the live video feed and, 
And underneath the video on Facebook, it comes up with a disclaimer on the COVID info. Visit COVID-19 Information Center for Vaccine Resources. I don't even have to say anything. And they're already putting disclaimers on our video feed. So I find that kind of hilarious. Because why the heck not? So we'll talk about some of that with Patrick Wood uh, coming up at the bottom of the hour. But happy Constitution Day. I got a message already. We need more Constitution Days. We do. Amen to that. We need to remember the Constitution. Are you aware that the latest survey of younger individuals? Now, I used to consider myself part of that. I no longer do. I'm starting to feel the ages and the years bearing upon my shoulders now. But the younger generation, between 16 to 25 years old, Near 60% of them that were surveyed in some obscure poll that I don't need to reference because it doesn't really matter, and you always take with a grain of salt, say that they can't properly identify the three branches of the federal government. I know. We can no longer even identify the three branches of government and their duties. Now, that's the big part is their duties of what they actually do. Show of hands. What branch of government do you think at this point in time has the most power at the federal level? I'm not talking states right now, which states, I mean, obviously are relatively similar. But at the federal level, what branch of government do you think probably has the most power? It's kind of a toss up right now, honestly. We have Congress that's going rogue and playing the partisan politics to where you know as long as whatever side's in control and this goes for both republicans and democrats by the way they use the federal government for their own abuse of power to pay for their special interests and do whatever they want to do we have executive orders coming out of the executive branch and the president of the united states doing more so than any time in history before according to let me see if i can find it here i have a whole bunch of tabs open right now here we go okay so according to uh the federal register.gov the government's website Joe Biden so far in the year of 2021 has issued a total of 61 executive orders. 60 in one year, in eight months, eight months total, he's ordered 61 executive orders. You times that by four, you're going to be sitting right around 240, 250 executive orders if he would fulfill a full four-year term. Donald Trump issued 219 between his four years of reign. Barack Obama, 276. And George W. Bush before him, 270, uh, oh, I'm sorry, 291. Bill Clinton, 254. You know how many, like, the founding fathers did at the beginning? In their entire four year, at like eight, nine, during their entire stint? Imagine how far we've come since the origin of the Constitution and where we are today. A little bit different, isn't it? Obviously, we didn't have any of the bureaucratic agencies and departments, the Department of Homeland Security, the Environmental Protection Agency, the Internal Revenue Service, the Department of Housing and Urban Development, the Department of Energy, the Department of Education. We didn't have any of these. Now, if you talk to a left-wing Democrat about getting rid of one of those, they absolutely lose their minds because somehow they think that it is essential. And if we don't have government programs to orchestrate everything, then all of a sudden we're all just going to die in the streets because we don't have any type of organization or structure in our society. And the problem with that argument is that that those departments didn't even come about until the 1940s or 50s or 60s. The 1900s, we went 200 years, 150, 200 years without those agencies and departments. And all of a sudden now, if we don't have them, we're all just going to die in the streets. Now, I understand that times change, but at the same time, does the government need to adapt and evolve with the private sector? 
at the end of the day, and we talk a lot about this on the program, our three pillars of conservatism, which is life, liberty, and private property. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. You should be have the right to do anything you want to do. Anything you want to do. As long as it doesn't infringe on someone's right to life, a.k.a. killing them. Someone's right to liberty, a.k.a. infringing upon their personal rights and liberties. And infringing upon their private property. Stealing from them taking something that's of value from them and not properly compensating from them when they actually create a product that's worth some money in the private uh, market based on supply and demand and demand from the consumers. As long as you don't violate someone's life or liberty or private property, you have the right to do whatever you want to do. Now, obviously, those are the three, uh, three pillars of the constitutional values as well, because when you read the Constitution, it really limits the federal government and it gives very specific duties, meaning that if the Constitution does not specifically say that you can do this, then you're not allowed to, which is where the nice gray areas have come in from the other side. And I don't really say other side based on conservative and liberal. I really say that based on uh, elites and then like constitutionalists because the elites think they're above the law, right? They want to spend money on social programs. There are two really categories, at least for me, that I focus a lot of my attention, obviously a lot of the time on the program here, to try and educate or and try and talk about on topical issues based on constitutional values. And obviously there's a lot of constitutional values that we need to understand and, and learn about and try and educate ourselves on and actually talk about as well. But there's really two basic commonality topics that I talk about majoritively on this show, and that is budgetary restraints that the Constitution has put in place on Congress that we no longer actually abide by, and the general welfare clause that the Democrats and progressives and elites have abused to an absolute monstrosity where they think that the general welfare clause gives them the opportunity to spend ad nauseum on anything they want to do by expanding government control, by expanding agencies and departments, by con uh, by controlling the entire private sector based on that, when the entire 99.9% .9 other parts of the Constitution give specific duties to what they're allowed to do and say the rest of it is beheld against with the state and with the individual. But they don't like that. They don't like the states. They don't like the individual, so they find ways to abuse it. For example, the healthcare industry in no way, shape, or form was supposed to be controlled, manipulated, regulated, or uh, abused at the federal level in the private, in the public sector at all. But they use the general welfare. Well, it has the word welfare in it, so therefore it means the well-being of people. No, it doesn't. And... We've had constitutional bickerings about that for years, obviously, but no, it doesn't. It does not mean the well-being of people. Therefore, you can take over the healthcare industry. And if you remember during Barack Obama's reign, when we passed the individual mandates in Obamacare, we passed it under what? The Commerce Clause, not the General Welfare Clause, but the Commerce Clause, because they realized that their argument was foolish to try and adapt and consume a sixth of the U.S. economy into the government level by regulating it and dictating what the uh, powers are going to be, not based on the individual insurance companies or the individual people or the individual health care leaders or whatever, based on the government. But they realized they couldn't go through the general welfare clause because it did violate the Constitution. So what do we do? We said it was a tax. 
and therefore Obamacare was going to be with the individual mandate that if you don't have insurance, we're going to tax you on that and punish you, which, by the way, taxes were not supposed to be a punishment either, so that in itself is an unconstitutional value already. But then we could categorize it under the Commerce Clause because now there's money involved with it and tax revenue involved in it. So it's no, now it's not anymore a general welfare socialist product. It's now a commerce product under the Commerce Clause that we get to regulate. See the manipulation there? Oh, how far we've come since the beginning of time with the U.S. and with the signing of the U.S. Constitution. But now we have powers within the three branches where really we have a rogue judicial branch that has activists on the courts to rewrite the Constitution based on their interpretations, which is not the way it was so supposed to be. We have the executive branch that's created an entire bureaucratic fourth branch of government signing executive orders and signing bills based on the request and based on the recommendations of the bureaucratic state that's not supposed to be there. Oh, yes, I'm going back to the original, raw, true Constitution where there is literally 550 people in Congress, the four or 435, I guess 535, whatever, 435 for Congress, uh, for the House Representatives, 100 for the Senate, the president and his staff, and then the nine people on the Supreme Court. That's it. No other departments, no other agencies. I know that's a very controversial thing to say at this time, but boy, oh boy, look how far we've come. Look at the three and a half trillion dollars in spending we're about to pass right now that doesn't even compensate based on how much money we're bringing in with tax revenue. Oh, how the times have changed. We'll talk some more about this when we come back as well. Happy Constitution Day. I don't mean to say that to make you frustrated, but to make you aware so we can begin to re-educate the young generation, understand how far we've come, and how we can get back to a little bit of common sense in the nation again. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Miss 
part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program, and here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great republic. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. I got some messages over the break saying, Andy, what you just described right there is completely unreasonable, completely just a pipe dream. I get that. I understand that. I know I didn't say that's what I was going to say was going to happen. What I said was, look how far we've come from the time the Constitution was created back in the day to what it is now and how big the government is and the absurdity that we've allowed to happen right under our nose because once it's there, we can't get rid of it. We just can stop allowing it to continue to happen, which is what's trying to go on right now under the Biden administration. Although I am full of good news today, too. It is a Friday, so I want to leave you with some pretty good news. Number one, we do have a campaign individual from the Clinton campaign that has been indicted officially on the hoax of the Russia investigation from Donald Trump. So, uh, yes, that is still under investigation. That is still ongoing. And the fact that we've now officially indicted someone from the Clinton campaign about forging that information to release it to the FBI and for us to actually investigate further, knowing that Trump actually didn't have anything to do with Russia. That's interesting to me. Now, is it going to go anywhere? No. We have a Congress right now run by Democrats that want the uh, the the facade of the Trump scandal in Russia actually to be upheld. So it's not going to go anywhere, but they are being, quote unquote, investigated until the Biden administration gets back in all of their cronies on their side with a political agenda that's never going to allow a conservative or Trump especially to get back into office. So at least there's good news that someone's kind of sort of halfway paying attention and actually indicting the Clinton campaign on that one. Will Clinton ever see uh, behind bars? No, no, but... At least we can dream. At the same time, I ask the question before the break is what branch of government is the most powerful branch of government right now based on the lack of constitutional structure that we have and the lack of rule of law that we're using in the country today because of what's going on? We have Congress that's rogue and really just doing things for their pet projects and their political favors. We have the executive branch that's created a fourth branch of government and signing hundreds of executive orders, you know, every year sort of thing. Now we have the judicial branch with activists on the courts doing really whatever they want to as well. At the same time, whenever there is a battle of political difference, we can't just hash it out based on political law and and constitutional law of states have the rights unless the federal government specifically is allowed to address that issue. Instead, what we do we challenge it in court. Yeah, we challenge it in court. Now, I will say, here's a good piece of a bit of news, but at the same time, maybe we could just do it a little bit different way. According to TheHill.com, 24 states right now are threatening legal action over Biden's vaccine mandate, saying that any private business with over 100 employees needs to mandate all their employees to get the vaccine. 24 states, meaning nearly half the entire country, is threatening legal action over Biden's mandate. That's cool. That's awesome, and that's what we need to do. At the same time, like everything else, we officially turn to the courts to make the decision for us. And based on the political leanings of the courts, either at the state level, the state Supreme Courts, or the federal SCOTUS, the Supreme Court of the United States, 
uh, whatever the political flavor and political wind is blowing that day or that year is how they're going to make their decision. Should we be turning to the courts to make these decisions? Or the other option is, is that the state government and the state legislature, which, by the way, three quarters of the state legislatures in the country are run by Republican majorities right now, could just pass a resolution saying we will not abide by this mandate. It's not federal law. If it was federal law, then we could challenge it in the courts if we wanted to. But we really don't even want to go that way because you need to instigate that if that's the case. But we're just going to pass a resolution saying that we are going to be exempt from this because that is not your power, number one. That is not your duty, number two. You don't have the right to do that, number three. And we have the state's rights to do what we want to as number four. So instead of even going the legal route, just pass a resolution and say, no, thanks, we're not going to. Even if we don't pass a resolution. I hope businesses continue to say, uh-uh, ain't going to fly, and continue to just disregard it and say, sorry, but you can't do anything to me because it's a mandate. It is not a law. It is not a constitutional law. It is not an amendment to the Constitution, and it's not something that has to be done. It's A mandate's more of a request. Do you really think law enforcement's going to go after them? That's why, again, they're using this as an opportunity to expand OSHA because that's another department that no one looks at that now we're going to try and double and triple in size to try and regulate more mandates from the federal level. Again, sticking to the lack of constitutionality. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. It is a Friday, trying to keep it somewhat fun and lighthearted. At the same time, making you think just a little bit today for Constitution Day. Happy Constitution Day to you. Oh, how far we've come since the beginning all the way till now. Kind of an interesting conversation on that one. Uh, The fastest hour of radio by far on radio, plus the TV, live streaming, podcasting, wherever you may be watching or listening. Trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that five-pound bag. I'm excited. I want to get right to our next guest, and it's been way too long since we've had him on the program. I want to say a good few months, almost a half a year or so, as we talk about. Now, the last segment we kind of led up, and it was the perfect kind of segue into this, but 24 states now have officially threatened lawsuits against the Biden administration for their mandated vaccines, uh, saying that any company privately with 100 or more employees needs to mandate their vaccines. I don't understand it. doesn't make any sense why they started with 100. It's kind of like Barack Obama's $250,000. That's the level of rich people in the country. Anything below that, you're in the middle class. Anything above that, you're an evil rich person that needs like an 80% tax rate. 
Uh, so they make these weird arbitrary numbers. The Biden administration has done so with now the mandated vaccines. But is it constitu- on Constitution Day, we're now talking about constitutional action of challenging a president who's usurping his power, which is good for us to do. Maybe an educational stance for us to take as well to understand this as well. But I'm super excited to talk about all this and more with our next guest. You can find him on the social media at Stop Technocracy as his latest book or one of his books, Rising uh, Technocracy Rising, as well. Mr. Patrick Wood with us here. Pat, how are you, my friend? Hey, doing great. Thank you for having me back on. Yeah, it's great to have you on the program. It's been way too long uh, as uh, since we've had you on the program. This is an interesting topic for sure with these. Uh, first off, the mandated vaccines I thought were absolutely absurd and ridiculous, and I laughed out loud when he said that he was going to try and enforce this. Now we have OSHA way over their heads. They're trying to expand, you know, double, triple the size of OSHA, I'm sure, trying to enforce these types of mandates. But how in the world could we come to the mindset of, you know, private business, now we're going to say that you never had to do these requirements before, but if you have a hundred or more employees, all of them need to get the vaccine or we're going to like cut off your funding. We're going to tax you at a higher rate. We're going to try and shut you down for not, you know, abiding by these certain regulations. How could we even think about doing something like this? Well, you know, Andy, it's like you go into a restaurant for breakfast and you order a couple of sunny side up eggs, right? And you're watching the cook from afar, and you see your eggs going into a bowl, and you see the mixer uh, being shoved into the eggs and beating it up so you can have scrambled eggs. And you say, no, I don't want scrambled eggs. I want sunny side <laughs> up. And he says, well, that's the only eggs we got too, too dang bad. You know, that's what, what Biden is doing here is patently illegal. We didn't ask for it. We didn't want it. it it's unconstitutional. There's Tons of lawsuits already filed against him. Uh, half of the states in our country, more than half, actually, I think it's, I think it's up to uh, 26 now states, oh, good. have sued the federal government over these stupid mandates. Yeah. And countless groups also will be suing. And the likelihood that there's going to be an injunction against it in time is, is almost certain. But in the meantime, it creates mass confusion, mass division. Anger, angst, fear, you name it. This seems to be just following the same narrative of the fear brought with COVID in the first place, you know? Mass confusion. They can get away with things when there's mass confusion. I think that's partly the point of this whole thing. It is a cover. They've loved it. And they've done so well with that the whole year. I mean, when it first hit, you know, beginning of last year, we all went along because we didn't know what was going on. We didn't have any details about the virus. We didn't know what was going to come about it. So we kind of went along with this. But then, you know, it, by the summertime, when protests were going on in the streets with Black Lives Matter and when you saw officials going out and doing their own thing and living their life without the masks and they were getting, you know, caught doing that with pictures, that's when people started to question. Now we're to the point. Like you said, where we don't know whether it's transferable after you got the vaccine or not, which we know it is because we see the cases of it. We don't know if young kids can do it. We don't know if you still have antibodies after you get it. We don't know any information. There's, like you mentioned, so much chaos that they're taking advantage of it, and they're still doing it a year and a half later. That's wild to me. They are, and it's it's really beyond wild. I, I wrote way back in uh, January of last year that – what was coming to us right then was technocracy's coup d'etat. It had nothing to do with Democrats or Republicans. It had nothing to do with left versus right. It had to do with another group of actors that were on the global stage, not merely just in one country. Mm -hmm. 
But these people took over the entire planet. Uh, this is important to see in the narrative to, to really get a grasp on what's going on here. This is not just a crazy old senile president, you know, just doing random things to make us angry. Yeah. Uh, there is a global plan going on right now to hijack the world completely and turn it into this technocracy system. The Great, um, the great Reset is sponsored, for instance, by the World Economic Forum, and they intend to transform the, the entire planet. Well, nobody asked for this, I have to say. Not one country, <laughs> people in not even one country asked for this. And you see these protests all over the world now in Germany and France and England and so on. Uh, India as well, over lockdowns, mask mandates, vaccines, you name it. Yeah. Um, but this is a global narrative, and these people are mean-spirited. they got teeth now, and they're not about to let go. That's, that's the bottom line. They will not let go. They have the power now. They are on top. They are controlling the narrative. And I'll be darned if they're going to let go. There's, they'll hang on until we somehow drive them off the world stage altogether and tell them to maybe go to Mars. I, <laughs> maybe... Yeah. Maybe Elon Musk could could help them. That's right. We'll get them tickets. We'll get them and tickets. They can, they can start the new civilization. Exactly. No, you're right. We're talking with Patrick Wood. Technocracy Rising is the book also on the website, technocracy.news. You can find his piece on this, which is really interesting for sure. Now, the big question is, is Joe Biden aware of this? And is he part of it? Is he just a puppet for it? Or is he so delusional he doesn't know what's going on right now? Well, I'm not sure about him personally. He seems to be delusional when he when he speaks in public. I, I've I've never seen such an embarrassment in my life. Um, it seems, and on one hand, it's, you know, if you just look at him, it seems like we're a ship without a rudder, just going wherever the current might carry us, which is pretty scary. But he is being handled, I have to say, by or I should say, he has handlers who are. Um, who were in tight control of him as far as certainly the back, the vaccine mandates, uh, you know, the, all the, the social distancing, all the COVID stuff anywhere. Um, and this is coming from above, uh, above him, certainly. And on the global stage, we see the United Nations is involved heavily with this through the World Health Organization. We see the high priest of pseudoscience, uh, Anthony um, uh, Fauci, <laughs> Um, is still, you know, calling the shots. It's not Biden, yeah. uh, certainly. And, you know, this, uh, you know, Fauci is, is piping the line that you hear in every other country on earth right now. It's the same thing. It's the same talking points in every country. Um, so we've got our contingent of these technocrats like Fauci. There's many more like him across the country. Yeah. Um, but other countries are dealing with exactly the same thing, Danny. The big question is, can we fight back and will we be able to? We're starting to get people, obviously, that are just not abiding by this. We're getting businesses now that are beginning to fight back and just actually not abide by some of this. And now we're starting to turn into a resegregated nation, which I have to admit, with the identity politics the left plays in not just the Democrat Party, but just progressivism as an ideology as a whole with identity politics, uh, where they play the race and the gender and the religion and everything else. The, I never thought that we'd be resegregated based on personal health choices, where if you say, you know, like me, I haven't gotten the vaccine. I think I can do it based on natural health remedies. I take my vitamins. I do my exercises. I, I change my diet. I went full vegan for this damn thing uh, to try and be healthy. And I'm still apparently the problem. I'm young. I'm spreading the virus. I'm killing off everybody else that's apparently gotten the vaccine. We're now segregating ourselves based on a personal health choice. I never thought that we would get to this point before. So can we get back to normalcy 
or is this going to be the new norm? You're right. I know they, they want it to be the new normal. And I, I am personally greatly saddened by the fact that, uh, that we got rid of most all segregation decades ago. Yeah. And it was a problem in America once upon a time and it was shot down and citizens stood up and said, no, this is wrong. We're not going to do that anymore. And we were doing just fine until these idiots stepped in and resegregated, as you say, everything. And now we've got the haves and the have nots again, the, 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 the unvaccinated people, the ones that don't want to wear masks, et cetera, are anathema. Uh, they're, they're target practice. And, you know, and everybody else that has, uh, that is complying, uh, they're uh, somehow the, the, the beautiful people, you know, it's yeah. crazy. The only way to stop it, in my opinion, is at the local level at this point. We can't expect Washington to save us. I don't think we can expect most states to do anything either to make a hill of beans worth a difference. Uh, we're heavily promoting local activism, uh, not only at Technocracy News, but at Citizens for Free Speech as well. And, uh, you know, we, we think that people just need to stand up in their local communities and start to build a firewall around those communities of cities and towns to drive this stuff out. And most people don't understand the incredible power that exists right under your nose in your local communities. Sure. And uh, people need to get in touch with us again and say, hey, look, we can do this. We can you know, there are cities, for instance, who have driven out uh, uh, Agenda 21 type policies. Surveillance has been driven out. License plate readers have been driven out. Facial recognition has been driven out. In a lot of cities, they have the power to do it if they would just do it. At the same time, we need to start cutting out some of the funding and reliance on federal funding as well, coming as, as grants to the cities, to the counties, to the state, and become a little more independent on that front as well, because I know like it's dangled over our heads at the same time. It's Patrick Wood. You can find him online, technocracy.news. Also his book, Technocracy Rising. It's a crazy time, and I'm glad you're on top of this. Patrick, it's been way too long. I don't want it to go that long again. Let's get you back on the show again here real soon. Anytime, man. I'd be glad to do it. Hey, appreciate it. Always a pleasure right there. That's great information. Make sure to get the book. Check out the website. All the great stuff. Follow this stuff. And as he mentioned, we have the power at the local level. What do we talk about? We are the catalyst for local activism, changing it at the local level, just disregarding what the hell they're doing and not giving a damn about the repercussions because we can do that. Lots more coming up to wrap up the show today for a Friday. Stay the here. Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? 
because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program, and here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online helping you defend and preserve this great republic. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out today on Constitution Day on your Friday. I know you're probably maybe wanting to go out and start the weekend early, which if you do have an adult beverage for me and do it under the name of Constitution Day because that's what it's all about. Welcome in radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting. Thanks again to Patrick Wick coming on the program. That guy is on fire. I love having him on the show and... I can't believe I went that long without having him on the show, so we'll make sure to get him back on again here real soon. As we speak about the local power that we have, the individual power that we have, I want to empower you going into the weekend because it's your weekend. Do something fun. I also want to empower you knowing that, you know what, whatever goes on up there and how frustrating it is, how illegal it is, how unconstitutional it is, that we still have a little bit of control back on the home front which you create that or don't create that. It's the power that you have. Now, whether you actually hold on to it and utilize it or whether you just give it up on a daily basis, it's up to you because that's the human experience, I guess, is for you to decide whether you actually want to live free or whether you want someone to take care of you uh, during your time here. Here's something I found quite interesting, and I have to laugh a little bit because it's so funny, uh, in the latest of What's Trending. What's trending today? According to CNBC, FDA panel, yeah, the Federal Drug and uh, Federal Drug Administration, you know, the administration that probably doesn't need to be there, totally unconstitutional, not based on constitutional values there, uh, just pawning it off to another agency to control things and, you know, uh, patent things and patent drugs and then make money off of those patents and then work with these special interests of big pharma. You know, those guys that don't really do anything and then demonize any type of natural holistic medicine that I find kind of interesting. They have actually uh, recommended that Pfizer's COVID booster shot be not given to the general public. <laughs> now here's the big kicker. Now, while they say that they rejected the third shot for the general public, now for Pfizer, Moderna has theirs. It's already been approved. It's whatever. They're pushing it out. But the Pfizer third shot, the booster shot, has been rejected on a vote of 16 to 2 by the uh, Food and Drug Administration by not giving it to the general public. However, they still recommend it for individuals 65 years and older. I, don't ask me. A quote from Dr. Offer Levy, the vaccine and infectious disease specialist at the Boston Children's Hospital, quote, it's likely beneficial, in my opinion, for the elderly and may eventually be indicated for the uh, indicated for the general population. I just don't think we're there yet in terms of data. So they don't know what it actually does. So they want to give it to the old people 
while rejecting it for the rest of the general public. Now, the old people, if you remember, majoritively have a lowered immune system, generally have other medical issues, and generally get more affected by things when you put it in their body, whether good or bad. Therefore, the Pfizer vaccine, while not safe because we don't know the data yet for the general population to where if it's negative, then you have a healthier immune system and a little bit healthier that you could probably deal with it. They can't have it, but the older population, 65 years and older, still going to be getting that booster shot from Pfizer. I just find that kind of interesting. Now, we have the power to fight back from this stupidity because that's exactly what it is. It's just stupidity because we have local businesses. You run a business. You work for a local mom and pop business. Maybe you work for a corporation. You're trying to get away from that. But as an individual, you have the ability. And I told you yesterday that we're going to try and have stories whenever I find them on positive stories of businesses and individuals fighting back against these absurd, ridiculous mandates. And another one's come up after the... Uh, uh, Basilico's Italian restaurant that we played yesterday. Jim Brewer, do you know him? Stand-up comedian. I'm a big fan of Jim Brewer. I love the guy to death. He was on Fox News on Tucker Carlson just a few days ago where he said he's canceled part of his tour against some of the venues that are mandating vaccines to actually go and see his shows. I got a lot of feedback from a couple of venues that I was playing. Uh, my fans were really upset. They said, you know, I'm not comfortable with getting a COVID shot. And, and now they're saying I can't come see you perform unless I do that. And I looked into it and that's the last thing you should be doing is going, hey, you want to come? You want to come see the like feeding the seal, the fish? Hey, you want to yeah. you want to come see a concert? Ooh, ooh, ooh. You want to you want to here catch the fit? Why would you exactly. do that? Why would you? I don't want any of my fans forced to come laugh and they got to get a shot in them? Yeah. There it is. Another guy rocking it. Not caring. You know what? I'll take a pay cut. I won't go to that venue. Not going to be forced to get a vaccine to come see my shows if you're uncomfortable. Again, it's not about, oh, I'm only catering to the unvaccinated. It's I'm going to open it up to everybody. And apparently that now is controversial. Don't lose that power. Don't give it up and remember that you still have it regardless of what the federal government tries to intimidate you in doing every single day. Happy Constitution Day. Remember, the Constitution is written to protect you and your rights and limit the government, not the other way around like they try to portray it in today's times. And that's the way you should go into a weekend. It's your show. It's time for you to speak up, speak out, speak loud, speak proud, speak the truth, and always speak some reason. This is The Voice Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. Have a great weekend. We're back on the radio on Monday. We'll see you then. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.